to Zillennials Podcast. Today on Zillennials, we're going to be talking all about music. So to kind of start us off, Leanne, what's been your background with music? Like, did you take any music lessons or what type of music did you like when you were younger? Yeah, I definitely took music lessons when I was little. I know that you know those when you're really little, how there are those ones that like your parents will take you to and you just sing the little kids songs. And it's like, you're not really like learning anything about music, but you're just sitting there having a good time, like singing songs. So I did that. And then when I got a little older, I took piano for a little bit, but I didn't like it. And I think it was one of those things where you sign up and then the, it's like a certain amount of lessons or months or whatever. And I think I might have quit like partway through. And then once I was in the fourth grade, our school system, that's when you start to be able to take violin. So I took violin then and then I played through high school. I feel like I enjoyed playing, but I was never super serious about it in the sense of I'm going to be a concert pianist or not pianist. I'm going to be a concert violinist, but I enjoyed playing and it was like a thing that all my friends were pretty much in orchestra too. So it was like a social thing. But what about you? Well, I'm very jealous that you played the violin. That was always like on one of my instruments that I would have loved to play. That and the cello. I feel like the cello is just, or the bass is like, oh, they're so pretty. I wish that we would have had access to string instruments, but I don't think they really let us try out string instruments. They were probably afraid that we would break them because we also tried them out in like fourth grade. Um, when I was a kid, I also took piano lessons. I took piano lessons in like second through eighth grade. Um, and that was the first instrument that I was introduced to. I really, really loved the piano. I did not like lessons. I did not like practicing, but I liked making up my own songs. You know, I thought I was going to be like the next Rachmaninoff, like super angsty piano music. But as we can see, that was not what the future had in store for me. But yeah, I enjoyed playing the piano. Sometimes I'll still play it much more recreationally now. I don't play it very frequently, but I could definitely pick it back up again if I wanted to. You know, I don't really have a lot of trouble reading the music. Except for the bass clef. The bass clef was always really hard for me for some reason. I'm not sure why. And then when I was in fourth grade, kind of like you, they did that whole thing where they like got everybody together and they were like, okay, go ahead and pick your instrument that you want to play. And so back in fourth grade, I really wanted to play the thing that was like the piano, aka the marimba, because I liked piano. And I was like, oh, it's just like a piano that you hit with mallets. But because I could get a note out of the flute, my band teacher was like, no, we have too many percussionists. You're going to play the flute. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'm playing the flute. And so I played the flute. I was never super attached to it. I mean, it was, it was fine. I was never super into it. I continued it through the first year in high school, but I was really, comparatively to everybody else, I was really bad at it. Really bad. Like, dead last chair. And so after the first year, I realized, you know, maybe this isn't for me. Uh, and then I just quit band. Yeah, that's, that's about my history with it. <laughs> okay, so here's what I've observed. For my school, you could start string instruments in fourth grade, and you could start band. I think you couldn't start till fifth grade. But what I noticed is that beginning string instruments are a lot less painful to listen to than beginning wind instruments. Because not that the fourth grade, quote, orchestra was any good, but 
you know, you could be like, okay, that's a song. They may not be playing together, but I know what they're trying to go for. But then with the band, it's kind of like that thing where I think it's because it's like you have to figure out how to breathe and how to like shape your lips and all of that. So it's really complex, but it's kind of like, are they even really making the sounds that we need them to? You know, I think I could definitely see that. Sometimes we played hot cross buns and it was a little bit of a mess. But overall, I think band was like, it was it was fun. If you're somebody who's into playing music, I'd say definitely stick with it. It's a skill you have for your whole life and it's really nice to have. Yeah, I think I could definitely like play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and like hot cross buns on my violin. I don't know if we could go back and like play anything like legit at this point. I would probably have to practice for a bit. Me too. I actually don't think I could play my flute at all. I donated it, so I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Um, I actually donated it to my last school that I taught at because the demographic there was a little bit more underprivileged. And so I figured, you know, I haven't touched this flute in like five years. My mom was like, I'm tired of having it around the house. And she was like, can we donate it? And I was like, I mean, let me ask the band teacher. And he was like, oh, definitely. We'll take your flute. And I was like, sweet. Here you go. Yeah, I haven't touched my violin in what, seven, eight years, something like that. To some extent, I kind of wish that I hung on to my flute, but at the same time, I know that the kids who are in band there really enjoy it. I know that they'll have a good time with it, and I hope that it goes to a good home. I think I always kind of like, kind of wish that I would hang on to it, because I'm like, maybe someday I'll go back and I'll play it. But I think honestly, at that point, I would probably just go and get a new flute. I mean, I'm sure the violin that I have was probably one of those student or like beginner ones. So if I ever took it seriously, like I'd want to get a legit one. My little brother, he loves playing the trumpet and he got like a more serious playing trumpet. And let me tell you, the sound quality on it, oh, it's just beautiful. It's so nice. And he's also really talented at playing the trumpet. I don't know. He isn't playing it in college, which I almost would have thought that he would have like tried to be a part of the band, but I guess not. I think it's just too much of a time commitment, honestly. I know with band, even in like high school band, it's so much more of a time commitment than say, at least for, you know, the way ours ran than for like orchestra, because the band was like doing their own band thing. But then they also had to do marching band stuff. And it's just like, I think you have to be like, super, super into it to be able to put that much time into it. Oh, definitely. Like, I remember when I was in band, we'd be going to like marching band tournaments almost every weekend. And then like, we would still have to play at the football games and then they would need us for the basketball games and then they would need us for things like graduation and like they would always be calling upon the band like come over here and play. And I think that's part of the reason why I quit is it was just too much time. I just as someone who wasn't that talented and wasn't that into it, I don't think I could justify putting that much time into it. I think if I did band, like I wouldn't mind doing the kind of more concert type of band but I don't know if I'd want to be doing all the the marching band stuff maybe it could be because I just don't care about like high school football and I don't want to have to like go to every single one of those games I don't know I feel like it's also hard too because you have to pay attention to like playing your instrument but then you also have to walk around and not trip yeah I remember our uh band teacher he would always be talking about roll stepping he'd be like you have to roll step which essentially is like when you put your heel down first when you're walking and you slowly roll like the rest of your foot down and he's like I don't want to see anybody's shoulders bobbing because I would think it's probably just it makes it harder for you to play your instrument and that's why like you try to keep everything moving consistently 
But I do remember, oh my gosh, one time when we were doing like marching band practice, we did, I think it was called like a scatter drill, which essentially is like when everybody runs onto the field and somebody hit one of the other flutes in my section and her flute was bent completely in half. I was like in awe. It was so horrible. I was like, oh my gosh, this poor girl. And she was so upset. And my band teacher was really mad. I mean, you can imagine because he's like, you have to be so careful. Like you can't run into people. Like this is what happens when we run into people. Now she's going to have to get a whole new flute. Oh, it was so bad. I'd be so angry because instruments aren't cheap. No. Even like, I feel like even the quote, like, entry level like buy it for your kid who's just learning it's like it's still a good chunk of change yeah yeah it really is i remember during marching band too i uh i was in the flag corps because i thought it would be kind of fun it's kind of like dancing but kind of not except there's also a flag and occasionally sabers we had sabers that we used and that was pretty fun but one time because we would like flip them in the air and stuff one time we did like a saber flip and somebody's landed on my head and like those things are like 10 pounds they're pretty heavy and it hurts so badly but I didn't want to make her feel bad I was like oh no I'm fine I'm fine I probably should have gone and gotten an ice pack but I was like I'm not going to go and get an ice pack I'm tough yeah I think marching band Definitely is a more dangerous commitment for a student than, say, joining the orchestra. I mean, I feel like an orchestra, maybe like the worst thing that could happen is you're sitting too close to someone and their bow pokes you. Oh, that sounds like it'd be kind of painful, too, though. Has that ever happened to you? No, I was going to say, I was like, also, that's the thing that like doesn't happen or it hasn't happened to me. I'm sure there's somebody out there who's gotten poked with a bow. Like, it has to have happened at some point. But I feel like when you have, and maybe not so much like in college or something like that, but when you have like beginning marching band and stuff, I feel like there's just potential for disasters. Oh, definitely. Especially like high school marching band, middle school marching band, because it's like, you look at that and everybody's kind of more new to it. Or at least like the people entering high school are more new to it because like I'd never done marching band before. It was a totally new experience. And so there was definitely much more potential for disaster. I'm glad you made it out relatively unscathed. Me too. So what music did you like to listen to like when you were younger? I feel like when I was younger, I was like pretty basic in my music tastes. Um, I know when I was really young, like elementary school age, the local college had a kid's radio hour on the weekends or something. That was fun to listen to then. But then I'd say probably starting end of elementary school slash beginning of middle school is when I started listening to a lot of I forget the exact name of the station, but there was one that was like Disney something where it wasn't playing Disney songs. It was more playing like, you know, Hannah Montana songs or like Disney pop star songs. And then I transitioned into listening to like, you know, your basic pop music kind of thing. See, it's interesting that you say that because I never even knew that there was like a Disney station out there. Like, I don't think I've ever encountered that one. I have no idea what it's called now, but it was kind of cool because like you're just starting to get into like music or like pop music or whatever. It's kind of like maybe like the demographic is preteens, is what I would guess. I have no idea. But I remember when you made the transition, or at least for me, making the transition into like the one that would pay, you know, like Katy Perry and stuff like that. 
you felt real grown up. You're like, I have sophisticated taste now, which no, <laughs> just no. That's funny. I think like when I was younger, so I was never really in control of the radio for a very long time. I pretty much just listened to whatever my family listened to. So there was definitely a lot of Shania Twain, the Dixie Chicks. I'm trying to think of who else. We listened to Take a Letter, Maria. I can't remember who it's by, but we listened to that song quite a bit too. So it was a lot of bands like that uh, that we listened to. Aside from that, lots of Christmas music, lots of pop songs. And then later in high school, I think I started listening to alternative music, like junior and senior year, maybe a little bit in sophomore year. When I was super young, I listened to a lot of religious music because we would go to vacation Bible school, aka church camp. And so we would have to learn all the songs and sing them and perform them for our parents. And so I learned a lot of those songs. Was that during like school breaks or was it like summer? Like how long did you have to prepare? Because I feel like it would be kind of adorable, like a bunch of children singing songs they just learned, but like with not enough prep time. Oh, it was pretty adorable. I think we had maybe a week or two weeks at the most. It was a very shortened camp. I also volunteered for Vacation Bible School when I was older. So I remember when I volunteered, I think I ran like the arts and crafts station one time. I think I also ran like the activities station. I feel like that's just like an adorable thing to watch children do. Yes, it was very cute. So one thing that I was trying to think of was like, when did I branch out? Because I eventually, I was just kind of like, I'm done with pop music. I can't handle this. It's just not. It was also like, I feel like it's super repetitive. I know that like every now and then you get like a good bop out of it that like, you know, you say you don't like, but then you also like, I kind of like this. But I think I like don't listen to that much. You know, like those things where it's like, oh, like the big music stars or whatever now, unless they're like country, I feel like I don't really listen to them. See, that's interesting. I'm like, I feel like I listen to a couple of them. But there are some that I wouldn't listen to, like people who have really graphic or really uh, or who have like words in their songs frequently that are inappropriate. I don't I don't really listen to that. It's just not my jam, which if you like that, I mean, that's totally fine. Some of those songs are pretty catchy, but I'm just like, I just personally, I, I can't listen to it. If that came on when my parents were in the car, I would I would just die of embarrassment. I, I couldn't do it. I was just wondering, is like, who do you listen to that's like kind of like in my head? I feel like I'm so old now because I don't actually know what the demographics of radio stations are and who plays there. But like, who's like one of those big ones that you listen to? Wow, I sound so like not hip. The big names that I listen to? Yeah, that are like more pop oriented. I don't really listen to that much. Like, I don't know. For example, like Ariana Grande. I don't think I've ever listened to one of her songs that wasn't playing in a store. I feel like I've listened to like her songs maybe once or twice on my own, but not very frequently. Billie Eilish I listened to quite a bit on my own. More so like her earlier stuff, like not as much her later stuff, but that's just personal preference. What about you? Do you have anybody who you are like, I listen to them on my own, not on the radio? Not really. I mean, in just like the kind of like pop oriented world, not really. Um... I think country ones, there's a little more. I feel like with those two, I mainly just go to the Spotify like curated playlist. <laughs> so I feel like with countries, like there's two types of country where there's like country radio country and then kind of the more 60s 
singer-songwritery, like a little more, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but like the ones with a little more depth to the lyrics country. Yeah, or like coffee shop country. I mean, I'm no music master, so I feel like everybody has their own opinions, which is honestly why, fun fact, my least favorite question in like a like get to know you thing is what's your favorite music because I feel like people get so judgy about it that I just like hate the question but I feel like there's a big difference between I don't know these are just like the first names that I think of but like Luke Bryan country and Chris Lane country and then say Kelsey Ballerini or Casey Musgraves country so I know the first two that you mentioned I do not know the second two So which of those groups is your, like, country? So my It's Summer and You Need Country is, like, definitely the first one. Uh Uh-huh. Because this is, like, you know, it's just those summer vibes. It's, like, when we've talked before and you're, like, I'm at a campfire and I need some music, you play that country. At least for me. Like, if you're not me, you can play whatever you want. Um, And then I feel like the second kind, kind of like you were saying, more of the country coffeehouse vibe playlist is kind of more like my year-round country, like the one that I would listen to because like I like the music, I like the sounds, but I'm not looking for like a summer vibe. Interesting. So I like how you kind of differentiated them into the two categories and you're like, I listen to both. I primarily listen to this one, but like the other one I also listen to occasionally. I would have to say I kind of agree with you on like the, uh, I know Chris Lane, I know Luke Bryan. I feel like that type of music is definitely bonfire music. Like if I'm sitting around a bonfire, like I don't want to be listening to like some raging EDM or something like that. I'm like, it's just, I don't know. You want some music that's just like really relaxing and just kind of like low key. And I feel like that country music is it. Yeah, I think that country music, I kind of, they play some of those other artists on country radio, like they do get radio play, but I feel like the Blake Shelton's, Luke Bryan, Chris Lane, Thomas Rhett, he gets a lot of radio play. I feel like those songs are just so summer. They're also like my car driving songs. What's your driving music? Uh, it depends on the day. Sometimes I'll listen to like some alternative music. Sometimes I'll listen to some R&B. I also really like really chill EDM. Do you know, okay, so this is like, I have determined this is like my specific branch of EDM music is if they sample from an old song and they incorporate it into EDM, and I'm talking like 1940s, they sample from it and they put it in like a 2021 EDM song, which is like, I feel like a really niche version of EDM. I feel like that's very difficult to find. For example, I was listening to the song Monday Loop. And it samples from Doris Day's again. And I really like that song. I think it's like just a very like relaxed sort of like, I don't know. I don't know that I'd necessarily consider it EDM, but it's like kind of EDM. I don't know. It's hard to explain. But yes, if you think that you would want to hear it, Monday Loop is a good one. And then what's another one? I like stuff that Timmy's puts out. That's a good artist too. And pretty much anything Shiloh Dynasty. I just really like Shiloh Dynasty's voice. I think it's very interesting. Generally, I don't really do a lot of rap, or if I do, it kind of airs more on like the R&B or like the rock side rather than like true rap. But that's just kind of what I like to listen to. I don't really listen to much rap or hip hop either. I think it's the type of thing where maybe there could be a specific song that I may like, but the amount of work it would take for me to filter through all the songs in that genre, I just kind of don't. I feel like for my taste personally, there's enough songs that I don't like that I don't want to spend the time hunting for the one that I might like. 
See, I'm like, sometimes I'll dip my toes into rap a little bit, but like I said, I'm not super into stuff that has like really swear word laden lyrics. And so that's why I find that a lot of the times, like the rap that I listen to kind of airs more on the side of like R&B or like alternative or like rock. And it kind of is rap, but kind of also those other genres, because I think sometimes with like rap, that's like it solely is in the rap genre. I feel like sometimes you will encounter some music that's like a little bit more filled with like swear words and things like that, which I'm just not really into. Definitely not every song. And there are some really good rap songs out there, but I just find like typically there's a little bit more of that like harsher language. I think my music listening habits are similar to yours in the sense of I don't think there's that many swears in the songs that I listen to. Um, You know, like there's maybe like an occasional F-bomb or like something like that, but it's not that often. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like when I listen to music, like I want it to make me feel like I'm in a good mood. And I feel like if there's like swear words, like every other word, it won't make me feel happy. And I think that that's a big part of like why I listen to music is because I listen to it to make me feel relaxed or to make me feel happy. And if it doesn't make me feel that way, or sometimes just to, you know, be in an echo chamber of sad, if you're really sad on that day, which is not, not, not frequently, but like it does happen occasionally. But I think like because of that, I'm not somebody who is angry very often. So anything that would like connotate like being angry in terms of music, I don't really I don't really vibe with that. Yeah, that's interesting. I was kind of thinking of like, when do I put music on and what is the reasoning for it? Um, ooh, I do enjoy the what are those ones called? Oh, like the like the lo-fi beat playlist. Those what I like to work with. Like if I'm doing work, I like having those on because then it's like there's something going on in the background. But the thing is, is like I can listen to music with words when I work, but it has to be something that's not very thought intensive. Like, let's say I'm just copying over notes or like editing like a study guide or something. Then I can listen to stuff with lyrics. But it's like when I'm doing stuff that requires thinking, I try to not do that just because I'll just get too into it and then start bopping along to the song. Or alternatively, sometimes, you know, you'll be in the middle of writing a sentence and then you write like a word from the song and you're like, darn it, that's not what I meant to do. Also, when you say lo-fi, that's pretty much what I meant by chill EDM is like lo-fi. I just couldn't think of the right word for it. I was like, it's not EDM, but it is EDM. (laughs) Lo-fi. That's what it is. (laughs) I usually listen on Spotify because I'm like, do I really need to pull up YouTube for this and have a video running? No. But there's also the really cute ones with animations on YouTube that are like of a coffee house of like a study girl, that kind of thing. Yeah. Those are so cute. I know. I'm like, man, whoever makes like the art for those, it's really cute. You're doing something right. So another thing that I've kind of noticed as a general trend lately is you'll have people who are transitioning over from one platform into the music industry. For example, they'll be a YouTuber and then they decide that they want to go and make music or they'll be on TikTok and then they'll decide I want to go and make music. So what are your thoughts on that? How do you feel about that? I think if you want to do it, just do it like why not but the thing that bothers me about that is I feel like there are people like let's say in that example who are making music who aren't necessarily artistically inclined in that field and 
they're using their name from whatever whatever other platform or like industry they came from to kind of secure this music deal which if you have that leverage like i guess use it right like use what you have to your advantage but i just feel like it I don't know. I just feel like not everybody, like, let's say if you're, like, a super good actor or, I don't know, what if you're, like, famous on YouTube? It doesn't necessarily mean you're a good singer. Yes. So I agree with you on this. I think that a lot of the times when I see people transition over into music, they'll be like, oh, I've always been into music, but I'm kind of like, it's a very different thing to listen to music than to produce your own music. And I think that a lot of those people who try to transition over into the music industry don't have the level of ability that they would need to be successful, either that or maybe they're just not singing the right songs. I'm not sure. But I think that this is something that I see frequently and especially more and more frequently. TikTok, I know a lot of people on TikTok go from being famous on TikTok to trying to make music. And I think I have yet to find one who has transitioned over that I actually enjoy their songs. And I think that it's kind of like, you can switch over, but should you? And like really think about it long and hard and be like, is this what I want to do? Do I want to transition over into the music industry? What will I bring to the music industry? What are my strengths? And if you are one of those people, try to play to those strengths because I think that a lot of the times it's just not as successful as it could be. I don't know this as a fact because I'm not one of these people, but I feel like a lot of people might think, oh, I want to go into music because I like singing. Like, I like singing along to the songs. But I feel like just because, kind of like you were saying, it's just because you can sing a song, I feel like there's so, like, it's so saturated, the music industry of people that sound the same. Yes. And I'm kind of like, I don't want to be rude, but I'm also kind of like, do we need another like person who's famous for some sort of thing and then puts out kind of carbon copies of other songs that you're kind of like, is this really anything different? Yeah. And I look at it and I'm like, you know, with that, I think that sometimes some people are really successful and sometimes people like can have a great music career from it. Just I think it's good to know your strengths. And if music is maybe not your greatest strength, try to play to a different strength instead. I mean, if it's truly your dream, you can for sure go after it. Follow your own path. This is just my opinion. So like, you don't have to listen to me. But I think that, you know, I just get frustrated when I see people who have these big platforms trying to branch out into the music industry when I feel like their heart's not in it. I think also the trend... I feel like almost every person that does this will just go into generic pop music. Like they're not really going into other genres. And I feel like that could be part of it where if they went into a different genre, it might be like that's really what they're into and like they could be good at it. But I just see most of them going into pop music. Yeah, like I have an example for someone who did go into a different genre, though. I can't remember what the guy's name is, but it was the guy who played Clay in 13 Reasons Why. He actually is part of a band and they make a lot of alternative music. I've listened to his music. It's not awful. It's not great. I think it's overall good. I don't think it's necessarily all my type of music. Like there are definitely a couple of songs that I like from their band, which I believe their band is called Wallows. But I look at that and I'm like, that felt more authentic to me because I didn't necessarily see like a lot of promotion coming from him about like 
this is my band, this is my new song, yada, yada, yada. It was more so like, oh, like, yeah, like I do acting, but also I do this. This is just something I really enjoy. And so I do it. Whereas I feel like otherwise you see a lot of people like heavily promoting, which nothing wrong with heavily promoting or like going into pop, like you said, where it's like, it's fine. But like, I think that they're, if they went to a different genre, I think it would feel a little bit more authentic. I think like, for example, with the the example that you brought up, it really, I do not know this man and I didn't even know he had a band. So like, this is just my conjecture. But when you do something like that, to me, at least it's perceived that it seems more of a passion project. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I feel like otherwise, sometimes if you see people transitioning over, it can almost seem like a money grab, you know, where it's like, I don't really actually want to be a full-time musician. I just want to make money off of this song. Or even like people are, I feel like people kind of like the idea of being a pop star. Yeah, because there's definitely like a certain level of status and like glamour that comes with being a pop star. Yeah. So I think people kind of have that fantasy and then let's say they get famous on YouTube or like they're starting to get famous acting and some sort of thing and they're like, oh, now I can achieve my pop star dream. Yeah, I think there's always that allure. And this even goes for like everyday people. I think there's always that allure of like, oh, I could go and be famous. And like you think about it and you're like, oh, that would be really cool. But then you think about it some more and then you think about, oh, I would have to be followed by paparazzi everywhere. I would always have to look my best whenever I leave the house. They're probably going to be taking pictures of me and selling them without my consent. Kind of loses the appeal a little bit, I think. I think what frustrates me about that, too, or the whole, like, you know, you could be, like, the best actor ever or, like, you know, really good at doing whatever you do on YouTube or TikTok or whatever. But I feel like there's so many people out there who just really want to do music who just aren't getting anywhere. And then it's like, I'm TikTok famous. I'm just going to go sign a record deal now. Yeah. And I'm like, and I think that that's a shame because there are like some people who have always wanted to go into that field, have intentionally tried to build their audience through making music and are talented enough to be successful in that field, but just aren't well known enough. And I think that that's kind of frustrating when you see somebody who's already well known for something else go into that field. And it kind of in a way, sometimes can feel like they're taking somebody else's spot, which I know like that's just like a feeling like there's definitely more than enough room for everybody. But I think it's hard when you have these big name people coming in and kind of stealing that spotlight. Well, I think like you're saying, like if you're TikTok, whatever, and you want to do it, you should do it. But I think the thing is, is that sometimes like you're just not that good. And the fact that there's someone better who isn't getting anywhere, because I feel like it seems easier to get into music if you're famous for something else than if you're a nobody and you're trying to break into entertainment in general. And so, like, I feel like that's where it gets frustrating, where this person created a platform somewhere else and they're just going to, like, jump over with, I wouldn't say no work, but minimal effort versus someone who's, like, been trying for years. And Definitely. So on a more positive note, Do we want to talk a little bit about some of the songs we've been really listening to lately or artists that we've been listening to lately? Sure. One of the albums that I was listening to the most was Delta Ray's The Light, which came out like a year or so ago. I really liked that album. There's another one that came out a year later that's called The Dark, and they're technically, I think they're sister albums. Ooh. I think I like the songs on The Light better, or there's like more songs on The Light. That I like 
but the dark's still good. And then their other older albums are really good too. What I think is really cool about them is that they were independent for a while. I think they're from South Carolina. And then they did sign a deal with some label. But then they did, I think they did an EP with them, but then they decided to go back to being indie because they wanted the creative, I don't know, because I'm not them. But I think from what I gather, what I read is like they kind of wanted the creative freedom and control back. And so when you do your own stuff, like I feel like it's really hard work, but you kind of have a little more control over that. Yeah. I feel like I've heard you talk about Delta Ray before. I think you put some of their uh some of their songs on our playlist that we made after we came back from China. Probably. Okay, so I have two. One is SZA, who is more like R&B, uh spelled S Z A, and I really really like her music. I would say that her album Control is probably one of my favorite albums that I've listened to in a very long time. Uh, We actually listened to it, I think, for Music Club. I'm not positive, though, like back when I was in college. But I really liked that one. Bear in mind, for that one, it does have some stronger language in it. And another artist that I really like, her name is Now, spelled N-A-O. And her voice is so unique. And her vocal range, oh my gosh. Sometimes I'll try to like sing along in the car, but then I'm like, "Ah, my voice cannot go that high. That is very high. (laughs) But I really love her music. One time I was in the car with somebody and they were like, oh, yeah, I don't really like this. It's too auto-tuned. I'm like, you literally don't understand. Like her voice is like not auto-tuned. Like this is her voice. And like I've listened to like live recordings of her and she sounds the same. I'm like, I was so upset when they said that. (laughs) So if you're looking for a really unique sound, now definitely has a unique sound. I would say any of her albums are good. There's benefits to each of them and drawbacks to each of them, but I would say she's definitely worth giving a listen to. She also kind of falls into that alternative R&B type scene, but her music is just gorgeous. Are there any like specific songs that you like? I know we talked about this before. It came out in June, but I was listening to Marina's new album a lot which Mark was the one who showed me her because I don't know I think it was like must have been a couple of years ago but he was like hey I have this extra ticket want to come see this show with me it's like okay but I didn't really know who she was before and then I think when we talked about before her old stage name I guess was Marina and the Diamonds which is what you knew her by that is what I knew her by so I used to listen to her older music but I haven't listened to anything recently So if you and Mark say that it's good, I'll definitely have to give it a listen. I'm very excited that Mark also likes Marina because her sound is so unique and I love it. So I'm very excited to listen to this new album. You definitely should. It's called Ancient Dreams in a Modern Land. There's a lot of good ones on it. Um, I think Man's World and then Highly Emotional People were really good on it. Well, I'll have to listen to it. Maybe if I come to visit you, if she's in town, you, me, and Mark can all go to her concert. I think that would be really fun. At the very least, we should just put her on and then just have like a dance party. Oh, I would. Yeah, that sounds awesome. (laughs) In terms of more recent stuff that I've been listening to, here are a couple songs that I like. Achilles Come Down by Gang of Youths. I really like that one. If you're into Greek mythology, I feel like you would like it. It's a long song, but it's very good. It's like 
I want to say like five or six minutes long. It's a very long song. The King by Sarah Kinsley. And that one's, I don't know. You know, those songs that make you feel like you're the main character. That's one of those songs. And then Still Feel by Half Alive. Uh, I really like that one too. That one's a little bit more like kind of electric and alternative. It's very fun. Not all of those are like super duper recent. I'd say that they're all probably within the last couple of years, but they're not like, you know, 2021 brand new release. So, But it's what's been on your recent playing. Yes, it is. So I don't know how much of Ed Sheeran you listen to, but he released a new single recently. And, you know, a few weeks before they released like the art for the single. And I remember looking at it. Um, have you seen it? I have not. I did not even know that he released a new song. I'm so out of touch. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pull this up because you need to see this for this to make sense. So I'm on the mailing list. So I'm just minding my own business and reading my emails. And then I see this. What? What is that art? You know Ed Sheeran's vibe, like kind of more like singer already. He's been kind of branching out a little more recently, but you know his vibe and it doesn't match that picture. So I saw that and I texted it to Mark and I was like, Mark, I am very concerned for this song. I was like, I don't know what to make of this. I don't know what's happening. And so then it came out, the music video came out and I suggest you watch it because it is a trip. But honestly, the song, I like the song better than I was expecting to. So I was like pleasantly surprised by that. Based on the art, I thought I was going to hate it. And I don't. To give you all context, those of you who are listening right now, because I know that you probably don't have this pulled up in front of you. The art is a picture of him as a vampire. He's got like these really dark circles under his eyes and it looks like he's like looking into a mirror or something. Uh, it looks very Twilight era. Yeah, definitely not what I was expecting from Ed Sheeran. It's interesting, too, because when I first saw the music video, I was so distracted. I wasn't really paying attention to the song because I was just like, what is happening here? But then I looked up the lyrics, which actually like deeper than you would expect, again, based on the art for the single. So I was pleasantly surprised. Nice. Um, what is the name of this song? Oh, yeah. I don't even know if it's that. So it's called Bad Habits. Oh, okay. I think I might have heard the song before, like in passing somewhere. I would sing it, but you know that whole thing where people are getting famous for podcasts and, you know, they just can't sing, but they want to make the transition to music? <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to torture anybody. Leon is looking out for all of us. I appreciate you, Leon. I will also not transition over into the music world anytime soon. Now that I've given, you know, my hot take opinion on that. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear me sing. Yeah, nobody wants to hear me sing either. I sound like a dying cat. Well, on that note, thank you for joining us for our discussion on music. Up and coming, we have These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong as our book club, and that episode will be dropping on August 2nd. It is a play on Romeo and Juliet, so if you are somebody who likes Romeo and Juliet, highly recommend you check this one out. Or do you? Okay, okay Leon, you already know my feelings on this book. Don't bring them up. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed our discussion on our music favorites. We'd love to hear your favorite songs and artists. So send them to our Gmail, Instagram, again, the Discord. We could have a good music chat going in there. And 
Don't forget to rate Zillennial Podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can find us at Zillennials Podcast on Instagram or email us at zillennialspodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to hit the subscribe button and stay a while. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.